This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. And even better, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at lumideodorant.com. Again, that's WTTC at lumideodorant.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode. It's a solo episode, which I love having guests on the podcast. I love getting to know people. I love getting to know their stories and what they do and all of that. But something about a solo episode just hits. Like it just hits a little different. It's like so nice. I get to talk about whatever I want to talk about. I can go on my rants. You guys get to know me a little bit more. And so I'm just really excited for today's episode. Before I get too deep into the episode, I do want to say if you love this podcast, which I hope that you all do, please don't forget to go rate it five stars on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, share it with your friends, post it to your stories. You guys know the drill. You all are amazing and you've all done it nine million times, but thank you guys so much and the podcast is popping off, so I'm very excited. Okay, so I'm going to be super annoying, and I know I'm being annoying. I'm fully aware. I hate when people do this, but I do have very exciting life updates. I just can't tell you guys them yet, which sucks, and I know that that sucks, and you guys will be the first to know. I'll definitely post it on my Instagram, so if you're not following me, please go follow, but I have some very, very, very exciting stuff coming up and some big, big, big life changes, but I just have to make sure that they happen first before I tell you guys, because how embarrassing would that be? How embarrassing would it be if I sit here and I'm telling you guys these huge life updates and then they just don't actually come to fruition? So I'm going to wait, but just know that there's some stuff happening behind the scenes And I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. And I'm super excited. 
Smaller life update, but my hair has been thriving lately. My hair has grown like no other. I have such long hair now and I never used to. And I'm going to I'm going to credit this one to Olaplex, honestly, because I have been using Olaplex like crazy. I've been doing my Olaplex hair masks. I've been wearing those slicked back hair <laughs> Olaplex buns like no other. I also think it's because I'm disgusting and I don't shower very often like I don't wash my hair very often so maybe twice a week at most twice a week and I think that's really really good for my hair so it's been growing it looks so much better it's so much healthier and it's absolutely thriving okay I have a little wholesome story to share but Four four years ago, I'm pretty sure, my family and I went on a vacation to the Dominican, and while we were there, we met another family who just so happened to have kids who were the same age as my brother and I, and they were, had the same lifestyle as us, and they were like super fun, super outgoing, and so we met them on this trip, and we were like, okay, great, toodaloo. We left, and then two two years later... So last year, like last summer, they invited us to go to Napa Valley with them on a vacay. And so any if you know my family, we get invited somewhere and we will go. Someone asks us to go on a trip, we will book the ticket right then and there. Like we always tell everyone, don't actually invite us unless you literally want us to come because we are the type of people that we will do it. You ask us something, we'll go. So they asked us to go to Napa with them. We all went on a vacay. We all stayed in a house together. This was our first time seeing them since our trip in the Dominican, where we met them for maybe like three days. And we all stayed in a house together. We had the best time ever in Napa and then we ended up going to their house in Chicago for American Thanksgiving in November and it was so cute because my little brother flew in from Minnesota I flew in from Pittsburgh my parents flew in from Canada and we all congregated at this other family's house in Chicago and spent American Thanksgiving with them and it was the best time they watched me cry my eyes out about Helfrich Collective because the border wouldn't give me my items it was a whole situation and fast forward to now and my parents and their parents they're all on a trip together in Mexico which is just so cute because we met these people randomly on a trip had no idea who they were and now they've become our closest family friends they're going to come to my wedding they're going to be heavily involved in my wedding if anything were to ever happen and I needed help they would be the people I would call and it's just it's so wholesome and so cute so my parents are thriving right now in Mexico with them they're drinking their mudslides they're drinking their espresso martinis they're having Aperol spritz like they're just living their best life and I'm extremely jealous of them right now but it's just a very cute wholesome story of how we now have these family friends who are our favorite people ever girlies we know Helfrich collective is my absolute pride and joy so i only use the best when it comes to selling our items therefore we use shopify 
When I first started Helfrich Collective, I was so new and so inexperienced. I literally had no idea how to sell our products, especially worldwide. Thankfully, Shopify has made it a seamless and easy process. Now we are selling all over the world. It's the perfect platform if you're trying to grow your business. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, plus millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, that's shopify.com slash WTTC, because now is the time to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, head over to shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorite company once again. That's right, we're talking about Lumi. And for all the girlies who don't know, Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. So she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant that's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. I just got a new Lumi deodorant in the mail the other day, and I kid you not, it smells exactly like toasted coconut. And I mean, who doesn't want to smell like coconut all day long? But if that isn't your vibe, then they also have scents like clean tangerine or lavender sage. Lumi has a starter pack that is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at lumideodorant.com. That equates over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code WTTC. So this past week, I decided that I should work 48 hours. And I also forgot the fact that I am a full-time grad student. So that was a little tough. Also, all of my shifts decided to be night shifts. And when I do night shifts, I work from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then when I do a day shift, I work 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. But because I've been doing night shifts, they also haven't fully been in a row. So I don't have like four days consecutively of doing night shift. I'll have one day shift on a Sunday and then I'll do the night shift on a Tuesday night and then have another one on Thursday, Friday, and then have another one on Sunday again. So my schedule is so off and my schedule is so confusing because I don't have any sort of routine. And then with that, because I'm so exhausted and my body's so confused and it's like, what the fuck is going on? I've been eating like absolute shit. Literally have been eating horribly this past week, like to the point where I have been feeling physically sick because I've been eating takeout and like fast food. I went to Whole Foods the other day and bought myself like four massive vegan brownies to bring with me to work. And I just sat there and ate these brownies. And obviously that is an amazing thing to do 
you obviously need balance and it's so good for you. But at the same time, I wasn't just balancing it. I was pushing myself to my limits. Like I would purposely eat bad food just as a justification of, oh, I'm working so much. I'm tired. That kind of mentality, which is not healthy. Let me just walk you guys through my whole night shift routine so that you can understand like how fucked up it really makes me. So the day of, for example, today, I have night shift tonight. So I woke up at around 540-ish. I went and I worked out from like 6 till 8. I went to Pilates and then I went and did a little treadmill walk, just like super chill. Now I'm recording the pod. It's maybe 9 a.m., I'm going to eat some food, try to take a nap around noon, wake up at like 3.30. I am going into work early tonight, so I'm going in at 6 instead of 7. So I need to leave home at 5 because I give myself a full hour because of traffic and just it's kind of far away. So I give myself a whole hour to get there. But so I'll wake up at like 3.30. I'll eat some food. I'll pack my lunch or dinner or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what you call it when you eat it at like two in the morning. Bring my food with me, make a coffee, go to work, and then I'll get to work at six, work till 7.30 in the morning. Then I drive home, depending if I'm really feeling like on it and I feel good, I'll go to the gym. Most of the time I won't. So then I come home, I sleep, I fall asleep, I wake up at maybe noon. Then I eat some food. I fall back asleep at like one. I sleep till maybe three. Then I wake up, eat some more food. And then I go to bed at like seven because I'm so exhausted. The other night I fell asleep at 6 p.m. and I woke up at 5 a.m. the next day. Like I was just so insanely tired. But that just kind of fucks up two days out of my week just for one night shift because the day after I have to like recuperate and get my shit together. So it really throws my routine off. And then when my routine's off, I'm not working out as much. I'm not eating as healthy. I'm not drinking water. I'm not prioritizing self-care. I went to Pilates yesterday, guys, and I literally threw up after because I was so unwell. I was so unwell because I did not work out for a hot minute and I've been eating way too much sugar and processed food that just did not make me feel good and doing the physical activity and really pushing myself was not a good idea and I just, I was so unwell. But with all this being said, I do love my job. I really, I really do. I love getting to be in the hospital. I love getting to see everything. I love getting to know people. I'm really good friends with a lot of the nurses now, and they're my favorite people ever. The doctors are really good motivators and mentors for me, so I really, really, really do love my job, but once school starts again at the end of August, and I'm actually in class and in person and not just doing online stuff like I am right now, I don't know how I'm going to work in doing a 20-hour, 24-hour work week and then also doing a full-time school school curriculum and school load so if anyone has any tips or tricks on that one let me know I feel like I'm probably gonna have to cut back on something and it's probably gonna be my job because school is way too important right now but 
I will keep you guys posted. We will see. I still have almost a whole month before school starts again. So we're just going to work as hard as we can right now and we'll figure it out later. With all of this being said, on today's episode, I want to talk about ways that I am getting back into my that girl routine, what I'm doing to kind of get my shit together, what I'm doing to force myself to get into a healthy, productive routine, because I've definitely fallen off track, quote unquote, off track, but I need to just start being more productive and being healthier and being more motivated and being a little bit more regimented in what I'm doing every day. So these are the ways that I am going to get myself back on my grind and on my shit. But the first thing that I am doing is I am going to make sure that I have enough sleep. If you're trying to get back into a routine, make sure that you are sleeping enough a lot easier said than done. And I understand that, especially if you're so insanely busy or you're studying or you're working. I understand it's really hard to get enough sleep, but try to aim for eight hours. If that means you have to turn the TV off a little bit early and you need to crawl into bed an hour before you normally would, then do it. Do what you need to do because it's really hard to stick to a routine when you're so exhausted. When you're so exhausted, you don't want to eat healthy. You don't want to go work out. You want to kind of be lethargic and lay in your bed and watch TV and that's totally fine. But you can't do that every single day. We have to be productive. We have to get shit done. We have to take care of ourselves. And most of that stems from making sure that we get enough sleep and we're not exhausted and we're also not overtired. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. So when I'm out of a routine, getting back into my workouts is literally hell absolutely hell. It's kind of a catch-22. When you start working out, you start to crave it and it's way easier to keep working out. But when you take some time off and you don't go and you don't work out or you don't move your body, you don't want to go back. And anyone that tells you that they do, that's a lie. You don't want to go back. And I have to force myself to get to the gym and push past those few days where I'm like, I literally hate every single thing about moving my body and every single thing about the gym and get to that point again where I start to love it and I want to go and it's my new favorite thing. But a way that I force myself to get a workout in is I will book workout classes. And the reason I do this is because one, a lot of them have a cancellation policy. And if you don't cancel within a certain amount of time, you're going to get charged. And so at 5.30 in the morning, when I wake up and I decide, oh shit, I do not want to go work out, I'd rather sleep. I literally have to tell myself, no, you have to get the fuck up because they're going to charge you $20 for this class that you already paid for. So make sure that you get up and you go and you 
get your money's worth out of this class because workout classes are not cheap. So that's a way that I hold myself accountable when I'm really just not feeling like getting up and doing a workout. Another reason I love doing group workout classes is that you have an instructor guiding you through the workout. I don't need to think about what I'm going to do next. I don't need to plan out a workout routine. I don't need to motivate myself. I don't need to do any of it. I am in a group with other people. And so one, I'm not going to slack because I don't want, I don't want everyone looking at me being like, is she okay? Two, I don't have to think about anything. I just follow whatever the instructor said. So it takes a lot less stress off of me. And I just go and I just go through the movements and go through the motions. And eventually the whole hour is done. Like I said, workout classes can be so expensive. So if you're thinking about finding a class that you can go take, a lot of places offer like a week introductory pass or they offer a free first class or a discounted first class. So try and find somewhere that has that near you because that will help so much. I can't even tell you how many times I've done like an introductory class pass to somewhere and I just never went back. I went for the week. I've done that with yoga a lot, like hot yoga studios, because all of them have like a $40 unlimited week-long workout pass. And I will go every single day for the week, get my $40 worth, and then see ya, and I won't go back, and then I'll find another studio, which might be a little shady of me, but that's a great way to do it. Okay, so another thing that I did, I literally did it yesterday, but I used up whatever I had left in my fridge and then I planned out a grocery trip. I find that I'm always a lot more motivated to eat healthy when I have food in my fridge that I'm excited about. I mean, if I have old vegetables that are moldy or just food that I'm not loving in my fridge, I have no motivation to eat it. And then I'm going to want takeout and I'm going to want fast food instead because I just... I am not craving the food that's in my fridge. So I used up every single thing that I had. And then I decided to go to Trader Joe's yesterday. I went in, first of all, love that place. And I restocked with everything that I love. I got some cauliflower rice. I got normal rice. I got some smoked everything but the bagel seasoning salmon if you have not tried that salmon it is so fucking good it's so good i put it in a salad it is delicious also you can plan out your meals for the week and go do a big grocery haul and get all the items that you need I find that when I have kind of fallen out of a routine and I'm trying to get back into one, I have to be excited about the meals that I'm eating. So go on Pinterest, look up food food items on Pinterest, look up meals on Pinterest, find stuff that makes you excited and stuff that you want to eat, and then go do a grocery haul and get all those items. If you make sure that your foods aren't boring, you're going to want to stick to it a lot more. The people that just eat chicken and rice every single day, not seasoned, just so bland. Yeah, it makes sense that they're going to just get sick of it and they're not going to want to do it anymore. And then you're going to completely go off your routine. And it's almost, it's almost like a way of restricting yourself when you're just eating the same thing every day that you're not loving. So make sure that you're having something that's healthy, nutritious, but also something that's not boring and something that you're excited to, excited to eat every day. 
Another thing with your meals is make sure that you meal prep. This is something I've been doing lately and it has been a godsend, especially having night shifts and starting work at kind of a random time. I don't want to wake up earlier from my nap in the middle of the day to make dinner. So what I've been doing is I've been cooking enough food to last me maybe three days. I will portion it all out. I will triple the recipe and then put it into different containers and put it in my fridge so that when I come home from work or before I go to work or even if I just am out and I'm busy, I can come home and I know that I have my food in my fridge ready for me. I put it in the microwave. I heat it up. And my dinner's done. I don't need to think about anything. I don't need to use any dishes. I don't need to clean anything. It's so simple, so easy. It helps me stay on track way better because I already have this meal made and I don't have to spend 30 minutes cooking something. I mean, the absolute worst thing in the entire world is when you are absolutely starving and you're like, fuck, I have to cook food. So I love to make sure that I always have a meal in my fridge so that when that time comes, I know I have something to eat and it's quick and it's easy and I don't even have to think about it. My biggest tip for getting into a routine and really sticking to it is I will force myself to sit and plan out my entire week. If you look at my calendar right now, I have my entire week planned out. I have what workouts I'm going to do planned out. I have my school schedule planned out. I have my work schedule planned out. I have my time with my friends planned out. I have every single thing planned out for this week. And obviously, sometimes things change and schedules shift, and that's okay, and it's being adaptable, and that's normal. But I love to have everything planned out because it really helps me with my time management. I know that if I have plans Friday night, that Thursday and Friday morning, I have to get this, 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 and this done for school. I know that I have so much time to do X, Y, and Z. I know that I have these plans, so I need to do what I can to make sure that I have enough time to get everything else done. That's a big priority for me. Even if you're a live in the moment type of person, which honestly, props to you because I'm not that type of person at all. But if you are that type of person, try to still just schedule out your week, at least for the first little bit when you're trying to get back into a routine. It'll help so much. And then once you kind of get into that habit and you start getting into that flow and that regimented everyday schedule, then you can just start going more with the flow and you can plan more in the moment. Okay, this next one's huge for getting back into a routine when I've kind of let myself go a little bit, I guess you want to say, but I always make sure I do my laundry and I clean my space. Whenever I have clean workout sets or a cute outfit, I am more productive. I want to go work out when my workout sets are clean and I'm like, wow, this looks so cute. Or if just a random cute pair of jeans are washed, then I want to put on a cute outfit and I want to go out to a coffee shop and be productive. Having my space clean and having laundry done, it calms my anxiety. And a big reason that I love having a routine is that it makes my anxiety lessen and it makes me know exactly what's coming up and what I need to do for the day. And having a space that's super cluttered 
just heightens that stress, which is the whole opposite reason of why I try to get into a routine and why I try to be productive and why I try to be that girl. The whole reason is that I can feel good and I can do my best and be the best version of myself. And having a space that's super cluttered just makes me anxious and stressed out. And that literally is completely counteracting what I'm trying to do. Okay, this one's one of my absolute favorite things that I've been doing lately to kind of get myself back in the groove and back on my grind, but I've been listening to podcasts that really motivate me. When I'm trying to force myself into a routine, it takes a ton of motivation and it's a really big mindset shift. And I find that listening to podcasts that make me want to be better and study harder and work more efficiently help me to be more excited and motivated to start and really engage with a new routine. So lately, I've been listening to the Huberman Lab podcast. And let me just tell you guys, I am in love with Andrew Huberman. I am so in love with this man. Everything he says, I'm I'm holding on to it. I am bringing it in. One, he's so fucking smart. Two, I love science. As we all know, I'm a huge, huge science girl. And so having a podcast that really just talks about scientific data and all of these things about our body and our physiology and why we are the way we are, it is so cool. He has one about sleep and sleep patterns and ways to better your sleep. And I'm just, I am soaking it all in. If you guys want to listen to an amazing podcast, literally look up the Huberman podcast. It is the best thing ever, but I listen to it and I get so fucking motivated. One, because I'm like, this man is so smart and I want to be as smart as this man. So I need to get my shit together and I need to study. Two, everything that he talks about, I feel like I'm gaining so much knowledge and I'm becoming a way better version of myself. And that's what you want from a podcast. Why would you listen to anything else that doesn't make you feel that way? So part of me getting into my whole that girl routine mentality is that I want to surround myself with information and stimuli that are going to really elevate me and make me feel a whole lot better and like a whole new person. Just like the food I'm eating, it's more nutritious and it's better for my body. The content that I'm engaging with and the content that I'm listening to and taking part of really needs to do that too. You can't want to work on yourself and become a better version of yourself and a better person and do all these other things like go to the gym and go on these walks and eat healthy foods and all this stuff without doing the mindset component. Like, yeah, you can physically change yourself, but your mindset shift is the most important part of all of it. No one gives two shits about your body. No one cares about your abs. No one cares about any of this. If you are a very positive and kind and confident person, then you are doing what you need to do. And when you're having this mindset shift, you need to be so conscious of what information you are obtaining and who you're surrounding yourself with, because that is the most important part of becoming that girl and becoming the best version of yourself. So when I kind of get off to, off a routine and I find myself kind of backtracking and not really taking care of myself, 
self-care does not become a thing. Self-care is literally at the bottom of the totem pole. I am exhausted. I'm eating unhealthy. And I think, okay, well, (laughs) if I'm already doing that, I might as well just not wash my face, which is a horrible mentality. And I don't know why that happens, but my skincare always takes a huge, huge hit when I'm not feeling my best, which is very counteractive and counterintuitive because You would think if my skin's starting to break out more, I should do my skincare more, but I actually don't. So something I've been doing lately in order to get my skincare game back on it, because I was on it for a hot minute, as we all know, I was doing so well with my skincare, but I will set a time in my day that I will do my skincare every single day. So not necessarily a time as in like 10 a.m. every day or like 4 p.m. every day. Not necessarily a time like that, but a time in my routine. So what I've been doing is I will wake up, I go to the gym, and then when I come home and I take my shower and I wash my body, then I'll do my skincare right after. Some other people, it might be that as soon as you wake up, you're going to do your skincare. Or after you wake up and you sit and you have your coffee and you're getting ready for work, then you're going to do your skincare. You have to have it planned out and have it at the same time every day in your schedule so that it becomes a habit and becomes a routine. I've mentioned this before, but a lot of the time right before I go to bed, I'm way too exhausted to do my skincare. I don't want to do it, and 9 out of 10 times, I just end up not washing my face before I go to bed because I'm too tired and I could care less. So what I've been doing is I actually will do my skincare routine before I eat dinner, which I know is like a little crazy and it's really early and I get it. But most of the time after I eat dinner, I'm winding down for the night anyways and I'm watching TV or I'm doing a little bit of homework or I'm FaceTiming Dean or my mom or someone. So I will do my skincare routine while my dinner's cooking, while my dinner's in the microwave, while my dinner's getting ready. And that way, before I go to bed, I know that I did my skincare. I know that my skincare routine is all done. I did all the steps. I did my little facial massage. I did everything I needed to do. And I can crawl into bed knowing that that was done. Some people may think that that's psycho and maybe it is, but that's just what I have to do in order to get it done. So figure out what you have to do, figure out what routine you need to build, when you need to schedule in your skincare because skincare is very, very important and it's something that I need to put more effort into because I look at Hailey Bieber and I'm like, why is her skin so fucking good? And it's because she actually puts effort into it and I don't. So I need to get my shit together on it. Okay, so the last thing that I am doing in order to get back into a routine is I need to add something or change something in my routine that's not the norm. So hear me out. I know that's a little confusing, but a lot of people, and if you're like me at all, I go to school, I go to work, my routine is very much the same every day. I don't get to change the schedule of my schooling. I don't get to necessarily change my work schedule all the time. It's very mundane and very similar every single day. And I wish, I wish I was one of these people who would jet set every weekend or go to events or go to fun little activities or do this stuff. I'm just not that person. I have a very very regimented schedule and a lot of it is out of my control. 
But because of that, my schedule can get very boring and very stagnant a lot of the time. And I get to a point where I'm like, I'm so fucking burnt out. This is so boring. I hate everything about this. I'm just going to fall off track for a while and I'm going to just not give two shits about school anymore. I'm not going to care about work anymore. And I really just dive onto the other end. And this happened to me ever since I came home from Italy. I just was so fucking bored in my routine. And so I was like, I just don't even want to do it. I stopped caring as much. I wasn't as productive. I hated everything that I was doing. And that's not a good way to go about anything. And these are things that I can't change. I can't change my work schedules. I can't change my schooling. I'm I'm in these for the long haul. So what I decided that I am going to do is I'm going to add something into my routine or change something up. So this could be as big or as small as you wanted. You could try out a new gym or a new workout class like I was talking about before. You could go to a new workout class and try somewhere new. You could make Friday nights your night to spend with friends and you could do a new activity every week. Or on a Sunday, you could go for a hike in a new spot every different week. Or you could literally do something so small and you could switch out your coffee for a matcha and you could froth your milk every day. Just adding something in or changing something up to make you excited about your routine again. You could take a new way to work. You could... You could start a new book and make sure that every night you read an hour of this new book. Whatever it is that you have to do to make yourself excited, that's the whole point of sticking to a routine is you have to love it and you have to be excited about it. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself the fuck out. And I have been there and I have done that and I'm still there, to be honest. And so I'm taking everything that I'm saying to you guys and I'm going to apply it to myself and we're going to go through this together and really get on our shit, especially because if you're in school, school starts really soon. And when school starts, you honestly have to be very disciplined to handle all the shit that they're going to throw at you. So I am going to really try and make my everyday exciting. Like I've said before, you need to romanticize the shit out of your day. My day is so boring, but I will pull out the camera and I recorded my McDonald's breakfast the other day and I was like, oh yeah, this is so fucking cool. We're going to romanticize me eating this McDonald's. Like you are going to pull your camera out and you are going to romanticize every single thing. You're going to work. You're the fucking main character. You're the main character working her ass off so that you can have an amazing life in the future. You are going to romanticize every single thing. You post a picture on Insta, romanticize the fuck out of it. You get four likes on it. Yeah, because everyone's jealous and they can't like your photo. That's literally how you're going to think. You are going to love every single thing that you're doing. And if you don't love your routine currently, change it. No one's telling you that you have to do the same thing every day. If you want to become a morning person and have your mornings where you can just wake up and read a book before going to work, then change it and do that and enjoy your mornings and romanticize it. Drink your coffee, have your have your water, read your book, and start your day on that note. There's so many things that we can do in a day, and a lot of the time, I feel like I don't have enough time in a day, which I think a lot of people feel the same, but it's really just about prioritizing what I need to do and what's important, and a lot of that also is self-care. 
Make building your new routine fun. Like sit down and think, what do I want to accomplish every day? What new meals do I want to try? What new workouts do I want to go to? What new places do I want to go to with friends? Like it is a very fun thing to do. And I kind of do this a lot actually, where I will try and change up little things in my routine and I will start drinking matcha or like Pilates. I went randomly to Pilates on one of those one week unlimited passes that I was talking about, like an introductory pass and I ended up loving it and now I go all the time. But I'm also changing up my workouts and I'm doing more HIIT workouts and I'm doing little things to just change up my everyday routine because as we know, I get a little bored. I get bored of things, hence why I've moved countries and moved cities and places because I just want to experience new things all the time. So I've made new friends and I'm going out to new places and I'm really just trying to stick in my normal routine, but also add in the fun elements and adding the things to kind of spice it up and change it up. So these are the things that I am adding in and that I am doing in order to get back on my shit, but also get back into my that girl routine and really be the best version of myself and be the most productive I can and feel my absolute best. Please send me a DM and let me know what your guys' routine is every day and things that you've been loving and things that you've been doing because I'm always looking to add new stuff in. If you have a new drink that you've been trying that you absolutely love every day, if you have a new way of making your coffee, if you have a new workout style that you're loving, a new book, whatever it is, let me know because I want to incorporate it into my own routine and I just love hearing from you guys. But that wraps up today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please, please rate this podcast, review it, share it on your stories. I get so happy seeing you guys share episodes on your stories. It makes me so, so happy and so thankful. But thank you guys so much again, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.